In the Gospel of today's Holy Mass, Jesus, the Good Shepherd, says that the sheep do not listen to the voice of strangers. The sheep know the voice of their shepherd and they follow his voice. It's interesting, isn't it, that the sheep are discerning and can recognise the Good Shepherd from impostors. In the first reading, St Peter, the first Pope, the Vicar of the Good Shepherd, speaks strong words that cut the hearts of many. He did not do that to hurt them, but to call them to repentance. Many of the 3,000 baptised that day were probably many of the ones who called for the crucifixion of Jesus. St Peter was not making excuses for them, but showing them there was still hope for them and they could rejoice in the mercy and love of God. I remember some powerful words St John Paul II said in his homily at the World Youth Day Mass in Denver in 1993. After his homily, the microphone was taken away from him. St John Paul asked for the microphone back and he said, Young people, I made a mistake. I said you should not be ashamed of the gospel. I should not have said it that way. You should be proud of the gospel. Be proud. And the crowd started cheering because the Good Shepherd was reminding them not to make excuses for our faith, but to live and proclaim it proudly. A good shepherd reminds the sheep of the beauty and the treasures of our Catholic faith. There are many strangers and wolves who want to destroy what is held dearly, but we do not listen to those voices. We listen to the voice of the good shepherd, Jesus, who came that we might have life and have it more abundantly. We listen also to the other good shepherds, who serve the flock in Christ's name. From Christ, Christianity has given what, even in the secular spheres, is called servant leadership. In this world there are basically two types of leaders, those who give and those who take. The latter are self-serving. Among those who take are those leaders who sometimes are downright thugs, who steal and slaughter and destroy. Those thieves and robbers come not to give life in abundance, but to take away from us what we have. This perfectly describes the devil and applies to any human being who, who knowingly or unknowingly, serves the devil's purpose. It's not just the leaders that we turn our attention to today, it's also the sheep to us. Every member of the church belongs to the flock, even if they are ordained to be a shepherd. The Pope is a member of the flock, as well as being a shepherd. Sheep are really docile creatures. They follow and obey a good shepherd, and so benefit from him. Having the virtue of docility means observing, listening to, 
imitating and obeying those who know better than we do. It also means cooperating with just correction. Pride is the enemy of docility. A docile person also avoids the vice of credulity. Credulity means blindly believing what you are told. The credulous sheep listens to anyone who claims to be a shepherd. The properly docile sheep is prudent enough to run away from a bad shepherd, afraid of what harm may come. A docile person also avoids being a know-it-all, a sheep who knows everything and so cannot be led or taught, is foolish, cut off from the help of the flock. A docile person maintains a legitimate doubt about one's own biases and is right to question new ideas which conflict with Catholic teaching and doctrine. Today also we pray for vocations, especially to the priesthood. It is important we pray regularly for vocations to the priesthood, especially before the Blessed Sacrament. But it must not be generalised. The prayer should be that Christ will call from our families those he wishes to be his priests. If we had enough priests, no parishes would need to be partnered, no parishes would need to be amalgamated, Almost every church would have a priest. So pray, pray for vocations to the priesthood. And if a young man from your family or our parish experiences a call on his heart, support him so that he can truly discern the voice of the Good Shepherd for his life. The Good Shepherd, Jesus, has gone ahead of us. He has pressed on through the valley of darkness, suffering and death. His cross has become for us the narrow way by which we journey past his empty tomb to the green pastures of eternal life. He will not abandon his church, nor any one of us. May he be praised and thanked on this day and always. Laudato Jesus Christus.